People deluded, I'm back again. I hope everyone's doing well and safe. I hope everyone's doing well and safe. I've got to say it twice, so, you know, it's all nice and whatnot. Obviously, I'm back again. I appreciate everybody who was just on my Twitch stream. Make sure you're following me on Twitch, you know, 10 a.m. live streams, etc., etc. We spent a lot of time, you know, waffling about Spurs going out, etc., etc. In relation to other content, as I said, we're here at 11.30. I was just live at 10 a.m. Um, on Twitch. At 4.30, I'm playing Football Manager at on Twitch again. And at 7pm, half an hour before Southampton versus West Ham. I'll be doing a watch-along for that, so I'll be live from then. So the content never stops. Obviously, Sunday, Arsenal versus Watford. Um, throughout the course of this live stream, obviously, you know, Gwendolzi's basically bust out. Smith Rowe is fit again. Borgia's been made available. And over the last... 24, 48, whatever hours. I mean, I've got to see it once again, Latoro Martinez, um, Jonathan David, Rafa Liao, and I thought we might as well speak about them as well as anything else that pops up. Any questions, talking points, feel no sort of way. People, it's Wednesday, you know. We've got to, you know, we've got to be thankful. I hope everyone's having a progressive week as we're at this middle point in relation to their goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations. I hope to your loved ones, man, and appreciative to all of you lot who are spending your morning, afternoon, evening, or night with me. Please do me a favour, hit the like button, people. Let's fuck up the YouTube algorithm, which hasn't been kind. February was a very poor month, man. You know, that's the thing about YouTube. It's December strong, January strong, February is like, boy, what's the, what are we here for? Just have to go again and hope, Feb and hope March is a great year, man. And this is why you have to love what you do, man. This is why I'm, I'm so appreciative of the support you lot give me on Twitch and YouTube, because it's just knowing that it's worth it means it keep going, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. But yeah, man, it is what it is. I feel like we should have, we should keep him. I do as well, but it was happening. You know, I told a lot of fans, it's not even that I told you could see, we knew Gwendozi had no future under Mikel Arteta because of how he was carrying on, you know, rightly or wrongly, you know, we knew his days were numbered. We knew he was going on loan. Um, and that was all, that was one of them loans where it's basically, a, it's basically a permanent, a permanent offer for him. For me, I think Arsenal and Gwendozi will look back and think that relationship could have been better when he gets a bit mature. I have no doubt Gwendozi is and is going to be a good player. You know, he's played 30 plus times. He's an ever present with Marseille. I think he fits them like a glove. He's very passionate and volatile. They are really very passionate and volatile. He's right at home. He's playing all the time. He's in his homeland. He's been called up to France now, you know, for me, where we probably went wrong is probably agreeing to this too soon because Marseille are going to, you know, sell him and make a decent profit. We He's gone for nine million. I do think in the summer, this summer coming, we still wouldn't have got much money because he's got a year left on his deal. But you could have got, I'd say, double that and 18 and a sell on clause. I hope there is a sell on clause. We broke. I mean, we get our feedback that we spent on him, but I think it could have. It could have went so much better, in it? I think with him and Torreira, I was happy about their signings because they're two players I wanted before they signed for Arsenal. But I do think in hindsight, you know, obviously what led to Gwendozi leaving wasn't his ability, it's his behaviour. We heard he's got problems in there. Is there something we could learn? On the face of it, Torreira doesn't have any adaptability problems. The man had left, left uh, Uruguay as an 18-year-old and came to Europe. But, you know, you have heard rumours that he gets homesick and things. Could we have read into that and, and whatnot? You know, it's not the end of the world with Matteo Guendouzi leaving for me. I do think he could have been a, 
I don't know if a key player, but I do think he could have been a decent player. He ties it, you know, he's got the fight, he's got the heart, desire, all that stuff. His age range, he tie, age range, he ties into what we have. We're kind of weak in midfield. Again, I probably would have got, still want two number eights, but I would have liked a two number eight, you know, two number, two number eight, sorry, Partey and a couple of other options that we could flirt with. A couple young players, you know, Aziz and, and, and Patino sooner rather than later one day when everything's right. They'll develop. So it is what it is with, with Matteo. You know, the club moves on, in it? You know, Arteta takes a zero tolerance when it comes to behaviour issues. And, you know, Odil, Gwendozi, Abamian, they've all fallen short for whatever reason, rightly or wrongly, it's happened, in it, really, man? So, yeah, man, I mean, I just hope there's a sell-on clause because, again, without in the last 12 months, he's gone on and become a French international money to be made. So I just hope there's a sell-on clause, man. He's back in his homeland. He's playing for a club that, that enjoys him. He's playing under a manager that loves him. You know, he deserves to be happy. We deserve to be happy. And you know me anyways, hit the like button, people. I'm one of them fans. I don't like the love dramas. Like, there's plenty to talk about from an Arsenal perspective anyways. Like, there's plenty to waffle about for Arsenal anyways on the field, much less these dramas and, and, all, of, and all of these things that are going on, people, if I'm completely honest with you. Sorry, folks. Yeah, man, it is what it is, what it is, man. It is what it is. What I, you know, if he's not part of the plans, he's not part of the plans. And it just feels like, I, I, I can't lie, you know, it does feel like Arteta gave him a lot of chances, really and truly. And it was the, it was simply the straw that broke the camel's back, if I'm completely honest with you. He was acting up in Dubai. He was acting up with, he was earmarked because he was, as much as Emre rid for him, he was acting up then. Obviously, the structure of the club, the culture at the club, within hindsight, with what Arteta has gone on, got on to do, gone on to do, you could see where Gwendozi was going to be someone that was going to fall short and have to get clipped because he's been at the team two minutes. Arteta couldn't let him do the nonsense he might have been doing. I don't feel there's, I don't feel Arsenal 100% right. I don't feel Gwendozi's right. I'm not, I don't think it's something to cry over. As I said, I think he's going to go on and get some France caps, go on and solidify himself in football. Who knows? He might even return to the Premier League one day. I think he's a very good player but it is what it is just bring me another number eight and for me I need one of these midfielders because you know you didn't work with Grindosi you didn't get Yachin Adli I need one of these young potential duns really if I'm honest with you man I need one of these curly hair midfielders if I'm completely honest with you in the middle of the park but it is where it, where it is with Matteo man Good player will get better. We'll get play. Sorry, good player will get better in time. Nine million on the cheap side for me. Attitude is everything when you're an investment to the club at his age. But when you've got an unpredictable personality, it's tough, especially with what we're on trying to do the zero tournaments, the, the club being fractured. You know, maybe if he came into the club now, then he, he, it might have been things. It just seems like the Brighton game was the one that just pissed him off, really. He pissed off Arteta. It's like, you know what? You're taking the piss now. Not, and I don't even think it's necessarily what you did with Mupay. I just think in hindsight, once you've gone into the dressing rooms and you've carried on a certain sort of way, there's an issue. And for Gwendozi, he probably learnt, needs to learn to mature up. And he probably will. I mean, for every... That's why one reason I've never been absolutely for him or against him because he, he does feel like he's a bit... He can be his best friend and his own best friend and his own worst enemy. For every article or whatever you see of concerns over his attitude and how he carries on there's many ones about how he shows great leadership qualities and all of these things for him to go to the next level he just needs to channel it really and truly
If we get Champions League, do you think we have a chance of Bellingham? I mean, you're going to probably need 80 to 100 million to get something started with Dortmund. Would they want to sell him fresh off of selling, um, probably selling Haaland and Sancho going? I don't know. Maybe they reckon he stays, but he's public enemy number one in Germany at the moment because of the clips around him getting onto a teammate. So maybe I'd love Bellingham and I, I don't know if them comments that we saw yesterday were legit or real, but yeah, man, there could they, they, they could be something in that in that for us people. So why not, man? Chelsea. Folks just making, just patting in some YouTube stuff. Forger. But yeah, man, I mean, it's just, for me, it's just, it, I would say it's just poor negotiating skills because I feel we've done it too emotional. I feel we could have tied down his contract, probably sold him in the summer and made more money. I feel, you know, how we sell is going to affect what we can do on top of just getting into the Champions League. And I feel that's where Arteta and Edu need to do better than the people that were there before him because didn't get no money for Grindozi. Not really got the best of fee for Mavropano. Should have sold Ainsley Maitland now. Didn't sell him. Is that any different from, you know, you should be able to have made a hundred million for Alexis and Ramsdale. Uh, Ramsey, sorry, one's 41. You could have got 60, he rejected 60, got a grand total of zero. We've tore up contracts again. I'm not criticizing any of these decisions. I'm just saying, that, well, I am, but in a healthy way, we need to stop doing that because that's not said that's not sustainable, really and truly. Should be way higher, but we shagged ourselves. So, wait, you know, Matteo Guendozi and Marseille, they're laughing. He France, he's in his homeland, he's playing game in, game out. Marseille know they've got a player that can be there for a couple of years. He signed a three-year deal, so he's obviously going to get a better deal at some point or within that period, he's going to be sold on to, I don't know, a bigger French team, a team in Europe or whatever. It, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. I don't mind trusting Arteta and if he wants to get rid of him, that's fine. I think we should have got more for nine million. Trust. I like Grendozi and I wanted to keep him, but it is what it is. We move. It's a shame financially and sporting-wise any way we move. So it seems like the consensus is, you know what, he's a decent player, but we're just tired of it, really. Unlike Arteta, I don't believe in non-negotiables, especially with multi-million dollars worth of talent. I was taught to use who, who you have to get what you want. I do think this is poor management. I hear it, but at many times, you know, I disagree, really. You do have to work with what you want, but I think the ability has to kind of correlate. I feel, obviously, if you're Messi, Ronaldo and these sort of things, you can carry on a certain sort of way. I don't think that's the case elsewhere. I do think, you know, for Arteta, you know, obviously, nine times out of ten, these mercurial talents are more so talking about Ozil. And, you know, if you just look through half of these talents, have a if they're not necessarily difficult characters, they're kind of rude and they can't continue a, a certain sort of way. If we're going to get these players in the future, then Arteta probably has to learn to play the game a bit better. You can't, you know, the hard line approach can work now as you're looking to make your mark in the team. You've got a free run at the club, really and truly. And where we're at as a club but when everything's established and things you've got to play the game a bit better because as we know player management is player power sorry is the biggest but I would say you know what I actually feel Arteta is giving Guendouzi chances he was started him against City he was putting up with BS and it comes to a point for Aubameyang as much as I feel Arteta has been a bit of a stickler you know if he was defending him in the public when his form was poor and the minute he started pissing about he's like all right cool it is it is what it is really and truly I don't know if having him back would have unsettled the team. I think, you know, it, it's purely with 
or Teta, but I understand that, you know, for me, it's just taking a zero line because if if you're coming into a, an organisation and you've got this young guy who might be talented but thinks his shit don't stink and whatnot, even though I think he's humble, you've got to root that out in the same way experienced players. You've got to root them out. You can't always do that because, let's be honest, when Dozy's not world-class or nothing like that, Aubameyang's form was poor. You know, also many people wanted him gone. It's very different when somebody's your scoring goals in the middle of your campaign or your, your top-choice keeper or things like that. I wouldn't say Gwendozi is a multi-million pound talent. I mean, literally, he's been bought for nine million euros. So, I mean, he's, he's gassing it a bit, but technically he is caged, literally. I like Gwendozi. That's a shame. I do. I loved his technical ability. You know, I liked his, his mentality. You know, I liked him, but it is what it is. It's done, isn't it? You know, it is what it is, really. Rightly or wrongly, time will tell. 36 likes, tough crowd today. We're not going to be here long for true, but um, yeah, keep hitting the like button, people. It is what it is. It seems like everyone's kind of on the same boat. Some of you are more Gwendozi fans than, than others, and it seems like everyone just thinks, you know, what it's unfortunate what had to happen to Donny, really. Um, it is what it is, man. You know, it would have been nice to break, make profit technically. I don't, I don't think we've actually done that. We've broken even, and technically, is it that because you've had to. You know, if we was to break it down further, you've paid in weekly wages at some point. You have got some loan fees for him, but you've paid in weekly wages. Obviously, he's part of the club, so technically you've had to pay for plane tickets and all of this. So I don't know what the true cost is, but it is what it is. Matteo Guendouzi to sign for Marseille until 2025. So now his future sorted. He can just focus on potentially earning a World Cup place in the winter. Um, speaking as a guest on RMC Sport, uh, the Marseille president, Pablo Longoria, has confirmed that Guendouzi will automatically sign for the club at the end of the season, as we knew, because he's hit certain variables within that initial deal. The 22-year-old had been loaned out to Marseille by Arsenal at the start of the season in a deal which complete, which included sorry, a permanent clause should certain conditions be met, which they have. He'll sign a three-year contract after largely impressing his, in his combativeness and drive. And obviously, he's made 38 appearances in all comps so far. Scoring a couple of goals. Arsenal outcast Matteo Guendouzi is set to join Marseille on a permanent deal until 2025, insists the club chief Pablo Longoria with controversial midfielder impressing on his loan. You know, he joined us for eight million. We've made a million pounds, I guess, but you shouldn't be making double that, really. This just confirms what we know. He will join this club permanently. He, once again, the Marseille president has confirmed. You know, he's played 38 times in all comps, 26 times in Liga. Um, he's got eight assists and three goals. You know, he's shown he can score a couple of headed efforts, people. He became a favourite under Arteta, under Emre. He played a decent amount under Arteta, in my opinion, and then obviously he couldn't control himself. I don't even think this incident, this is the byproduct. I just think it's the aftermath of how you was probably carrying on in the change rooms or whatever is what what led is what led to this you going, not necessarily that. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. One love to Spurs for doing what they do in bottle, but yeah, man. You know, he's back in his homeland. He's doing all right. He didn't do much at, at her for Berlin. He was described as needing to go through football pu um, puberty. So, wish Matteo Guendouzi all the best, people. That is that where it where it is, people. You know, that's 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 where it that's where it is really. You know, that's that's that with Matteo. You know, do your thing, Guendouzi. Wish you the best of luck, man. But it's done right now at Arsenal, isn't it, folks? Like it's done. Um, you know, it is what it is. 
hopefully we you know we we don't see any of those sort of things such again man Mateo is class. He'll go on to be a way better player than your manager Arteta. I mean, Arteta weren't the best, so it's not. It's it's it's, it's not really that hard. And Guendouzi again, I don't. I don't doubt his potential. He probably will, but it, rightly or wrongly, I would have kept him at the club. But I'm not the decision maker. Him and Arteta, they're going two different paths. Things need to change in it. We'll probably sit here in the future and think, what if? But it's done. You know, really and truly, it's it, it's it's done in it. Like we just have to move on, really, with the people that are at the club, man. You know. Was given lots of games and allowed to develop. If you give Sambi the same playing time, he'd reach the same level. Two very different sorts of players, but like Sambi a lot. Um, made a bag on a potential star is weak. There was big money potential in him. Owners should be saying to Mikel, he's destroying players, sell on value. Aubameyang, Grandozzi and others. To be fair, we probably didn't expect to make money on Aubameyang and we couldn't have or you wouldn't have given him that deal. Um, I do agree with the selling, especially with our academy prospects. I look at things like Eddie and Ketty, that should have been five or five million minimum or even more. You should have, I think Chelsea get 20 million on him really because of the development plan. And again, if we have to be self-financing, how we make a profit and what we do with our academy and just how we being wiser with spending our money, that's my bigger problems, really and truly. I'm not not really the Grindosi incident. We knew this was coming for years. It's more the byproducts because we are quite, in my opinion, reckless with money, excluding last summer where things actually worked. But we're still going against historical issues that Arteta and Eddie inherited. And for me, you know, we done we signed good stuff, but I still have to hold Marie, you know, Marie against you. William against you. Cedric's been very good in the last three games, but it's taken a while to get here. You know, these are the these, and it's not me criticizing anyone. It's just we need to maximize things better. We need to do things a lot better. Hit the like button. We spoke about Chelsea at 10 a.m. So yeah, man, Gwendozi will go and do his thing, but it's irrelevant now, really, at least to this live stream. I don't personally like Gwendozi, but selling him for nine million and then announcing 110 million losses is just effing dumb. And that's on Teta. To be fair to you. I guess some of it is, but is it necessarily? Is it not on Edu? And as I said, the culture of the club in terms of selling has been poor, but is it not on Edu? Is he not the guy that's meant to be selling players? Arteta says, yeah, I don't want him. I want him and whatnot. And he brings in salespeople. But is it not on Edu to have foresight to say, do you know what, Gwendozi? Why don't you sign a two-year deal for me, contracted until 2024, so that we've got an even bigger negotiating room. He comes back. Like, technically, if he did return, he would have returned a French international. And that, as I said, 8 million could have turned into 16 or 20. Slap a sell-on clause. Still probably wouldn't be enough because I'll I, I probably overrate him. I do feel you could get to a scenario where you could get 30, 40 for Gwendozi, but there's that. In the same way you go back to January, do I think Edu's task is made hard because of the problems at Arsenal and we hear Kronke didn't want to allow funds? Yes, but other directors might do loans to bring you a striker or bring you a midfielder. Surely that's on Edu because we, you know, it's not like we sold him this year. We know we've been trying to get rid of Donny. You know, Eddie and Keia, Arteta and Edu probably have to take responsibility, but his contract's running down to the point where last summer we're trying to sell him to Palace. He's rejecting deals. We should have not been in a scenario like this, you know. So maybe there needs to be more foresight and maybe we potentially need to be less emotional with decisions like this and see people for what they are. You know, how we sell could affect us. Obviously, it's not as white and black as this. But if you got 18 million for Gwendozi, that could have been an extra 18 million that was slapped on Arteta's transfer kitty to do whatever he wants to do. Now, for me, that would be a number eight, a midfielder or two, a striker or so. 
backup right back potentially maybe Saliba coming back and Ben White's adaptability to go to right back might affect that decision making and allow us to spend peas anywhere you know if all the areas that are evident that need to be addressed at Arsenal were addressed personally I might be looking at a goal scoring winger you know better than what we have whether we can afford that is another thing you know it is what it is man it is what it is it's just for me we're just poor at selling players like you know, Torreira's going to have a year left. Obviously, he's had a great season at Fiorentina. We're not really going to make too much of a bag on that one there. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you will see certain certain clubs, they will sell someone. And we've I ain't got no examples, but we'll be there like, bloody hell, they get much, that much for him. How are they selling for that? Sometimes it's just down to what you can hustle. And we got to remember, same way Edu Arteta, sorry, is learning his thing as a manager. Edu's learning his thing as well. And I'm not trying to make this an anti-Edu campaign, but this is where I mean by just... I, I do think it's very scary and unique that you have a novice manager, a manager learning, an apprentice manager and an apprentice technical director because it's all about foresight. You know, we've made more poor signings than good under these two guys and, you know, before them as well. You know, like I said, Ramsdale, all these guys are lit, but we're still going against a negative one, really. And that's the thing. We did accept it. That's what I said. We did accept the 12 million, but we're in a potential where the last, that's the last summer before the shenanigans as we're seeing now. It shouldn't have been that. We should have been knowing to renew his contract, whether he's going to develop or not. We should have looked at Eddie and said, that's a moneymaker. I always say, I don't, and it's easy for me to sit here and say this. I don't think too much of Eddie. Do I think Eddie unfairly fans are onto him at 22 years of age? Do I think he's going to be world-class? No. Do I think he's ever going to be like Jamie Vardy, Abamian, or, or Harry Kane? No. But where were they all at 22? Abamian was a joke, man. Vardy was probably still working somewhere full-time. Kane probably was still wearing a bib, you know. It's a brazy one. So it's for me, it's a thing where if you tied down this contract before this, you know, Fair enough. He could go out on loan a couple of years. You could have, you know, he still ain't even done, won the championship top goal scorer sign. All we needed for him is to go on a little loan, excel, boom, that's your 2015, you know. And we add that towards whatever kitty. Of course, it's not as easy as this, but the foresight. We're now starting to do better with the contract. Obviously, you look at Kiddo Taylor Hart, Saka, who's still there now, but Saka at the time, Balogun. We ran these things down to the wire last summer. You know, we had a good summer in terms of recruitment. But what I also liked is obviously um, giving Smith Rowe his new deal and we gave Tierney his new deal. There's rumours about looking after Saliba and, and, and Saka and Martinelli's new contract. We need to understand that this is something that we probably need to do really and truly. So we're understanding it. We're playing catch up. But that's the thing, like the culture of the club is still not there. We're playing catch up, you know, which a lot, as I just said at the start, Arteta and Edu have done a lot of dumb things in the tra transfer window and contracts, you know, Aubameyang's on him. But we never learned from the Ozil team. You know, even if Arteta was adamant on Aubameyang signing that deal, which I was, well, hindsight's wonderful. Someone may have said, you know what, let's not do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. Or let's do the other. Or let's find a get out clause. Because when you sign someone, everything's a risk. No matter how much you, whether it's new deals or bringing people, it's a risk. So you need a get out clause. Sometimes it's just down to what you can hustle. I know it's all a mess at Chelsea right now. Rumours of Abramovich selling. And unlike Chelsea, a lot of contracts are running down. But them and they are normally good with the shotting thing. Look, Tammy's gone. You know, if they ever want to sell other people, they're making peas. And for me, that's the only way we're going to kind of be levels because our owner isn't going to pump peas in. We need to develop certain talent, you know, even the young Gs that are in and around the team. Mika Berra for Mari Hutchinson, Patino, Aziz, all these guys that are wavy. I think they could have an opportunity. Salah Adin, all these guys, Brook Milton Coffee on loan. I think these guys can have a future. 
But if they don't, can we be in a position where every little counts? You might grab a five million, a half a million, a 10 million, a 20 million. It all adds up. You know, if Chelsea ever said they want to sell their homegrown talents, bro, how much is Borja bringing in? It, let's just say Borja and Gallagher, two man in Billy Gilmore, three guys that have talent. I know it's not really popping for Billy Gilmore right now, but let's just say they say, you know what, fuck Cobham, we need to make peas. You man are gone. How much are they getting for Gallagher? Yes, English tax, but I would say conservative 30. I see no reason why you can't ask someone to pay 50 million. Borja, they're linked with us. He's linked with Arsenal. He's linked with Dortmund. You can get something decent. Billy Gilmore's probably that greatest potential in that and whatnot, but he stops on the floor. Respectable sum. On top of them being good hustlers anyways. I think Garlic does his thing, but at the same time, Garlic's job is just contracts, bro. He's not a decision maker. It's like, he might think that, I don't know, you might want to give me a new deal. He might be against that. But if you say we're giving me a new deal, broski, his job is to dot I's and cross T's. His job, he can offer advice and say, maybe we shouldn't, but he's not a decision maker. It's Edu, Arteta and the Cronkies. He's The man there just do their job. He's just doing his job, literally. And I think Garlic's done well when you hear around the Brighton and, and, and Bournemouth, Brighton and Sheffield United, sorry, where Ramsdale and White are concerned. I don't know. I would like Liverpool's technical. I would like Michael Edwards as well, man, because sometimes it comes down to what you, you know. And Edu ain't been in the... Obviously, he's worked for Brazil. He's done this. I'm not trying to shit on the on his parade because he deserves some a part of praise for even though he didn't suggest these names for getting things done. But sometimes it comes down to who you got, who you got in your contact book. How can you know how long have you been in the game? There's certain things that Edu probably don't even know he don't know, sort of thing, just like in any walk of life. So it sometimes it comes down to what you can hustle. And the jury for me is still out. And you look back at you look not even look back. We look forward that the next summer, hit the like button, people. We should at least be at 100 likes calmly. But um I'm running at 54. Um, next summer, I'm not expecting Eddie to do everything. You can't do everything, but you gotta be getting some peace for Terrera. That's 2023 contract. Leno wants to leave. You better be doing something for Leno. Bellerin, I don't know how good or bad the Betis thing is going. 2023, you better be doing something. Ainsley Maitland Niles, Reese Nelson, you need to be doing something for these guys, you know. Pablo Marie, these sort of guys are going to come back on the scene. You need to be doing something. And that's before we talk about bringing people in and renewing all contracts. Now, it's not just all on Edu. You know, he's clearly got a scouting team and people that help him. It's not just Arteta says, go on by, man. And Edu's just doing it on his J's, you know, because he's, you know, he's not a legal man. So he wouldn't be able to sign proper contracts anyways or would get twanged. So that's where the, it's a big summer. I know we always say that it's a big summer. I'm not expecting everything to be done, but. This is the realities, really and truly. You know, exactly. It comes down to what you can hustle. You know, it comes down to what you can hustle. Sometimes it's who you can finesse. You know, Let's go back to school days. You know, I used to sell Kit Kats, Lucas A's, etc. You know, and I'm and a lot of people did in my school, and a lot of you lot did. But equally, there was man that couldn't sell. There was dons that would get robbed. There was dons that were just shit, just not hustlers. They they just ain't got it. You know, they just they just ain't got it. You know. Certain people would eat their own stock and do incompetency. So it comes sometimes, it just, in life, it comes down, you get what you hustle in all walks of life, you know, nine times out of 10. Obviously, there's nepotism and all of that, but nine times out of 10, you get what you can hustle. Like, you know, you get what you negotiate, sort of thing. And I don't know if we're on that. Selling Grendozi for nine million is daylight robbery, is it? Because on one hand, I believe it, but he stands to work, to run away for free. So, yeah, man.
I think we are overrating how much our players are worth. Bear in mind, a lot of foreign teams are struggling financially, which is true. The Solanke deal was pre-COVID. We sold Iwobi for 35. To be fair, we did sell Joe Willock in a COVID market for a decent fee. You know, Joe Willock, Iwobi, they're the decent ones. I don't see anything ridiculous to suggest that we couldn't get 15 or so. But I do agree, people overrate values. A lot of people probably overestimate values. Every When you're selling something, everyone in all walks of life, someone might be selling a car. How many of you even negotiated things like that where you knock a few bits of bread? Whenever someone's selling something, they always overrate something a bit. You're right. But still, like, you could have at least got double, like, like double digits still, man. But it is what it is, man. Discipline is the word is the watchword for a team that wants to succeed. That wants to succeed. Can Alex Fergie stand the this the indiscipline of a of, of Abamian? I don't know because he's not managed him. For Abamian after signing a big contract, he became so uncommitted. I don't know if he wasn't committed, lacking discipline. Yeah, I wouldn't say he wasn't committed, but fair enough. Willock was sold to a Prem team. We are different financially. I hear that, but you look at you look you look at all the finance. I know the Prem's richer than a lot of people, but you look at some of the some of the moves that have happened in football generally in the COVID market to counteract what you're saying. But you can't have it both ways. We see the balance sheets of half of these clubs. It doesn't it doesn't look good at all. And you hear that these things were issues. They were still sold. I do agree with exceeding expectations, but do I feel is it unrealistic to ask for eighteen million? Or, or, or 12 at least or something for Gwendozi. Don't agree with, don't, don't, don't agree that is. Macchio could have become captain by now. The amount of passion and leadership he has at this age is crazy. I think he could have been one of these guys we look at. That's what I mean. He could have tied into the DNA and that, but I don't think it was. As I said, the one thing I would have liked is he just needs a slap like... I like what you're doing. Just cool off a bit. Just relax. And I think Arteta tried to... You, you need to regulate, really, you know. He's going to... You keep letting man take the piss. Like you saw of Emre. And Emre was his guy, you know. Emre was on the supply teacher thing. Arteta had to stamp these things out. As I don't agree with the Aubameyang thing, but I understand in life and... and like relationships and things, why you need to do these things, whether it goes right or wrong. And I think one thing I like over Arteta with Emre, I do think if it, pardon me, if Arteta left, he'd have hella regrets. But I think one thing Emre would have regrets is I don't really feel he did things his way. I think he, he not scared, but he wasn't really trying to regulate. He was a bit nice, you know, he, he, he would be on one thing and then change. I look at bringing Ozil back in and that Arteta just doubled down, like, fuck it, you're done. And again, he even played Ozil. He bossed Ozil. This is one thing I feel is up, is unfair to Arteta because it's not like he's just saying F off, F off, F off. All three guys have said he's given man chances that you're just violating. So he can't take it anymore. And I'm not backing no one. Like I'm, I, don't, I feel Arteta has to learn how to manage things because it's easy when you've got a past it Ozil, a past it Aubameyang, Johnny Big Bulls in, in Gwendozi. If there's ever beef... With the star number eight, your star striker, your first choice keeper. Now, man, have to see what's going on because you can't just do the bravado thing. You can, but that might affect what you're doing. And for Arteta, as he goes on to play for these, manage these bigger clubs and all these things that he might go on to do, if he was to go back to City, you have to learn to play the game. 
I don't think he's wrong for Robin Dons out. I, I can cry about there's no striker at this team that can score goals. Maybe Aubameyang could have done his thing. He's over there scoring goals at Barca. When those he's got potential, you know, boom, 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 this, that, and the third. You know, when there was a point where Ozil got dropped and we're not creating, so we're talking about Ozil. Funny enough, we've got another left-footed wizard. Nobody cares anymore. You know, people didn't think Arteta oh, liked wavy football because of things. So... I don't feel anyone's right or wrong, but I understand it. You know, I would I understand taking the hardline approach to a certain degree, especially if you if you want to shake a culture of something, you can't do it on a nice team too much. You can't just get in there and just rip things. You've got to be a bit smart and political. But yeah, man. End of the day, the man's gone in it. But that's the problem with the wages then. Why did you add a maybe in the poll? It should be a yes or no answer. Football's never yes or no. It's never black or white, you know? <laughs> I can give people options. If you think, take take part in the vote if you have it. If you think it's a good decision to sell Gwendozi, then you say yes. If you think it was bad, then you say no. If you're undecided and you don't know, you see good points and bad points, you pick maybe. Oh, what is? There's three sides to everything, man. We're not here to force man to do anything. I see Arsenal finishing third. I'm going to call you at the end of the season. God's power. You're scaring me, but I hope you're right, man. A bigger fee for Joe Willett? Nah, nah. I think that's about fair, man. I don't think we could have got more for Joe Willett at the time. You know, I think we take take the money and run, man. And again, to go back, Reese, you're right, but that's the point, you know. That is our point, whether it's the wages, the lack of selling, bringing in players that are not good enough. This is the issue that they've taken part in and inherited. There's no big man upstairs at Arsenal. Arteta should be begging Wenger to come back like he has been. Listen, I'm Arsene Wenger's biggest fan, you know. I would love Arsene Wenger to return, but the big man once, once himself said, we can't have artificial positions. Do I think Arteta has a lot of it? I mean, Wenger has a lot of expertise that could help us, of course, but what specifically is he going to do? And as much as I think it could be a great thing, it could also be a bad thing. You've got someone that isn't bigger than the club, but is Arsene Wenger. When you think of Arsenal, you think of him. When he's in the corridors all the time, that, I wouldn't say it undermines you, but it takes the gloss off things. There's a level of scrutiny. Again, I don't know if Arteta, I mean, Wenger has emotionally removed himself from Arsenal, so you could see why that would be a problem as well. Of course, you know, the things he's done with helping us at the Emirates and whatnot, I would love him to be brought back in, but it's all about specifically what are you going to do? And they've just changed the structure with Arteta becoming manager, Edu becoming technical director. Obviously, you've got Vinay, Garlic and a couple of other people involved. Where is Wenger going to fit into that? As much as I would be for it and stuff, where is he going to fit into that? And again, the big man himself, Arsene Wenger said, I can't in, I can't create individual, um, I mean, I can't create artificial, artificial positions in, in relation to bringing people back. I would love him back, but what is it going to be? Is it going to be an ambassador role? Even that, the FIFA thing, he's, he's working for FIFA, so it, how is he able to do it? What level of commitment? Big up Father Wenger, but depending on the role, I think just enjoy your retirement, man. He looks more full of life. He looks younger again. Like, you know, you see when managers stop managing, they just look younger. Like, Conte is going to look younger once that Spurs thing don't bang, you know? It is what it is. Lacazette came here with one of the coldest fade. Well, my man stressed out now. Football stresses man out, man. I think Arteta does need to deal with egos a little better. Where was he when Gallas was captain? Guy needed bidding as soon as possible. There'll be a time, man. There'll be a time. 
this group, good. Uh, you lot on top form. Big up yourselves, people. Don't forget Twitch at 4.30 and 7pm as well. 4.30 will be Football Manager live stream. Obviously, uh, 7 is Southampton versus West Ham in the FA Cup. Why don't we watch it, people? And make sure you're subscribed if you haven't. Interesting comments. You lot on fire today, man. Always learning something, man. Comment of the stream so far goes to Reese. Liking what he's doing, man. So, yeah, man. If the managers don't want him, sell him. Fair play. But I think we did. All right. I, I think we we I think we did perfect for Willock, boy. As long as there's a sell-on clause. I know man was saying, oh, Willock, he could be a goal scorer in this and that. But I think we did all right there. Listen, big up Willock. I hope he develops and stuff. But come on, man. Little purple patch. He scored the other week as well. Purple patch. So that, I'm on that. You know that I don't I don't know if it did, but that basically played for Odegaard. Like, come on, man, big up Willock, but come on, man, that was a good that was a good hustle. You know, for as much as I criticised the club, that was a good hustle. Probably, but you know, you going back like someone say you going back to it will be, but you know, it will be Ox at the time. I know Ox has gone on a win one stuff, but Ox it will be Joe Willock. Arsenal have committed some robberies. You know, we've shagged ourselves with rejecting a, a City bid for Alexis to then let him walk for free and then getting another expensive dud in Mkhitaryan and tearing up his contract. We let Ramsey walk for free. That was probably 100 million. You definitely could have got 40 for Ramsdale. I mean, Ramsey, sorry. And you had a 60 million offer for Alexis Sanchez on your table. So it is what it is. We've done a definitely done a lot of dumb stuff. But we did our right thing. You know, and it's not just the big money signings. It's the Cedric's. I know he's been good for three games, but it's the Cedric on a four-year deal with the wages. It's the Pablo Marie's. It's the Kalajinac on 100 bags. I'm not at the time Bundesliga player of the year, play, team of the year and all that. But, you know, William, it's these sort of things as well. It's not just the big money inconsistencies. You know, it's the contracts. And you are going to get things wrong. Not every club can get everything right. Chelsea have won the Champions League, but they've spent 200 plus million on duds, really. Havertz is a wavy footballer and going to be wavy, but he's hardly doing 90 million pound stuff. Lukaku, and he's won Champions League. Lukaku, the less said, the better. You add Werner into that, you add Ziyech into that, you know, it's frustrating. People get things wrong. United get them wrong all the time. You know, Spurs and Dombele. Afternoon, DG. Big up yourself, my guy. I do think Gwendozi was behaving like a child, but Arteta's man management needs to improve. Not every player can be teacher's pet, which is true. You just got to do the, the clock thing, man. Become the favourite uncle, man. Respect DG got you on spitting truth while working. Appreciate that, man. Don't know for truth, but yeah, man. The Willock goal scoring run was unsustainable, as you say, shit drillings. I told man, I like Willock, like, but you could just tell when it's a purple goal scoring patch. Obviously, there's been times he's found it tough this season and times he's shunned, but you know, it's, it's, and a bit of it is probably playing in a different role and that. But you can just sometimes certain man, you just got to make peace. I think Arsenal fans were a weird bunch, you know. Man will say, yo, you got to sell Joe Willock, you got to sell. Who else? Maitland Niles. And then when it comes to it, certain man start getting cold feet, start moving like, yeah, let's say, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to leave you. You say bye then. And they're just standing there, like, and then they start arguing again. And then you say, I thought you said bye. Like, sometimes the, it just needs, the door, the chapter needs to close, really. And we are going to get it wrong. We're going to end up selling, man, that go on and do big, good things. Look at Chelsea. They've won the Champions League twice in recent years and, and, a, and the Premier Leagues and that. Not that I want to praise them, but they could have had Kevin De Bruyne. They could have had Mo Salah. They could have had beer things. There's definitely one more. You know, they even could have had Lukaku try the thing with him years ago. Really? 
It's crazy, man. It's an interesting one, nonetheless, man. 80 likes. We are struggling today. Not tell you, smash the likes or unexpected high bills and subscribe. Roll to 50k, Twitch K, 10, 10k lit community. Come on, appreciative with that. Carl, I don't know how we how did we get to speaking about Joe Willick? I love it, people, but how, how did we get there? I don't know how we got there, but shout out you lot nonetheless for that one. No clue how we got there. But yeah, shout out you lot, man. So yeah, away from any of that though, if we get into Start that in a sec, man. Shout out, Roger, man, my guy. Big up, DG. Guendouzi would thrive at Arsenal, but Arteta can't repair the damage already done. So, in my opinion, it's better to sell and get what you can. Also, I don't see Saliba coming back unless we get Champions League. Gwendol I mean, Saliba's one. You're right about Guendouzi. There's nothing more I can add you. You know, you're echoing everyone's thoughts there, really. You know, it just seems like it's done, in it? Like, it's... We all would have loved to have seen, you know, just who doesn't like a revival story, but it just seemed like the, the, the damage was beyond repair. You know, this is, we got to remember, this is two years in the making, you know. This happened two years ago, you know. They beefed, he got shipped off to Germany, came back instantly in the summer. He was one of them with Torreira. You knew these men were going. They were just at the club passing time. They were gone. So, it's not like this has happened overnight, but it is, it is, it is what it is. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Martinez. You're right. You're right, Martinez as well. And as much as I wanted Martinez to stay at the time, bro, that, let's be honest. You could play devil's advocate and say that, um... That flipping, how do I make it make sense? It fell in our laps, really, because, you know, as much as I felt Martinez was the guy, I didn't want him to be sold, and it seemed like he wanted unrealistic uh, contract offers, and Arteta said no, and he wasn't giving him any guarantees and that. That fell into our lap, but where was he? He was second choice for time. You got a little 20 million out of nowhere, you know. It is what it is sort of thing, really, you know. That, I forgot a lot of people. So, yeah, that will look. That will look, uh, it will be ox good examples, really and truly. So, yeah, man, that sometimes you just got to know where to sell someone. Again, Leno has said he wants to leave. So that should, you know, in relation to Leno, we should be able to get that. I don't know how much we're going to make for Leno. How much did we buy Leno for? Leno joins Arsenal. Oh, lie, I didn't think it was 22 million. But some say 22 million euros, which works out at about 19.3 uh, million. I don't think we're going to get that, you know. I think we'll I think we'll take 10, you know. I hope we can get 15. He's 29. I don't I don't see it, man. I think we'll just take our little 10 and just keep it moving. I, I told you, I had. I don't know why Leno was in my dream pause, but I had a dream this guy went by in Munich, and I'm starting to believe my brain was telling me something. But yeah, man. It is what it is, man. No point dwelling over Gwendozi. Both parties are better off now. It is what it is. It's like a relationship, you know. The girl's gone off and doing good things. You're doing good things together. It weren't that, in it. So simple as that. Hit the like button if you haven't, people. So, yeah, you're all right, man. And that's going back to what I said the summer. Edu, you need to know what you're doing, really, because this is your job. Simple as that. This is what you need to do. Apologies for hitting the mic, people. Away from all of that, let's look at certain transfer news. I say transfer news. There is no transfer news. Um, let's just look at a couple bits and pieces, isn't it, people? Well, I say look. I just obviously in the first, in the last couple of days. I mean, we've been watching hella games, and we know half of these guys are never going to play for Arsenal. But 
You know, I did Jonathan David watch against Lyon in comparison to other games as well. We watched Latoura Martinez yesterday. One love to you lot that was here watching the Milan derby with me on Twitch. Um, and obviously that doubled up with Rafa Liao. Now, I'll start with Latoura Martinez. I can't lie, I like him. Like, he's passion, all that stuff. I think he's got general play, all of these things. I'm not going to lie, though. Pardon me. While he's got double figures and that, I've got nothing to back him up with. He's anonymous in games. I don't know if it's an Inter Milan thing because Edin Dzeko's not doing much. I don't know if he wants to leave, but he's anonymous. Last season, there was link-up play. There was all that stuff with Lukaku. He's anonymous. He was a passenger against Liverpool. I'll discount because you're playing Van Dijk in that. Passenger yesterday. On on life, I didn't know he played. I didn't know he played. I like. I love Latoura Martinez. You know, he's one that I would put on the list to buy and we tried to get him last summer. I don't look at him at this moment in time and think, what's going on? But football's a funny game. He, he, you know, again, yesterday against Milan, not involved, didn't know he was playing. For all the talk about general play, doesn't really get in the mix more. Like, Jonathan David's thing looks better than that. On the topic of Jonathan David, I like him. Him and Rafa Leal, the problem is these clubs are going to ask for too much. I think Jonathan David would be cool in our squad. I think, well, Arsenal probably are an intermediate club. But obviously, we'd all probably like a striker that, as much as we talk about potential in these things, we'd probably all want 20 league goals, etc. now, like people, instant impact now. I don't think Liao or David provide such people. Um, but I would have them both in the squad. I think Jonathan David, I feel he can be a... He's very immature, as he would be at this age. I don't think he's ready to start week in, week out at a team that wants to do serious things. I do think he could be involved in the squad. I like how he drops into midfield. He wins fouls. But against Leon, anonymous, you know, he looked like he's showing his age. He couldn't, you, you know, when someone is just too eager, he he was, he's like he had ants in his pants. One minute, like he's, he's swapping what he's doing too frequently. He's dropping deep. Then he's playing his halt, trying to do the back to goal thing. Then he's hanging off the left where it's actually disrupting the team. People are looking up and can't see him. Now, they were anonymous in that game anyways. And he was also the same against Chelsea. But I do think his footballing IQ has improved. He works the channels well on his day. He wins fouls in midfield. He is an intelligent footballer. I would be on having him in the squad. But when you're talking about 46 million quid, you know, I don't know. And Rafa Liao, I can't lie, I like the fact that he can play up front as well as off the left. I think that could give us something in the squad. Decision-making pony, you know. I just spoke about Latoura Martinez. Liao was involved in the game. I never saw Martinez. Honest to God, I didn't know you were playing apart from you're bitching with the rest. Rafa Liao, he's great when he's galloping into space. He, try, he tries to do the on-reading with some of his finishes, but... His decision-making is toilet. He forces things. He tries to do the Hollywood things. You know when you're playing football, anyone that's played football at any level, you know when a shot's on and then you can't take the shot and then they forced you out wide. He's the sort of man to just still force the shot rather than get your head up, cool off and just keep the move going on. I expect that at his age. I do like how he plays off the left. I do like how he drives. As I said, his decision-making is toilet, in my opinion, Rafa Liao. He's a very frustrating player, but you're about... I do think him, Jonathan David, would be two elite additions. Uh, elite's a big word. I don't mean literally, but two additions in the squad. But 46, 50 plus million for David. I don't know what fuck really they're going to ask for Rafa Liao. And plus, we probably can't get him. He seems cool in Milan. And there's talk of a new deal. Smash the like button. Latoura Martinez, I still, you know, I always ride for my guys. So I'm, you're still my guy. But out of the three... Boy, I don't know. And obviously, shout my guy, Gahiri. You know, you all saw his messed assist um, for Nice, and he's doing quite well. Another one that I would take in the squad. But then again, we have to take a chance on these strikers. We can't really get them impact, instant impact dons. So, yeah, man, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. But yeah, that was just my two pence in this midweek sort of stuff that we've been doing, you know.
if it was based on that just over the 90 minutes of the last three games, the last games between these three individuals, I'd probably say I'll buy Rafa Leal, if I'm honest with you. Leal, Martinez, David, hit the like button if you haven't, people. Sorry, folks, I'm just making timestamps. As I said, you will never find a content creator that cares more about timestamps than me because I want you lot to be able to flick through things. Latoura Martinez has been abysmal, man. Abysmal. Absolutely abysmal, man. The striker market ain't great. It's pony. Strikers and decent centre-backs. Unless you're doing the scouting thing, I don't know. And that's what I would like us to do, man. Same way you found Jonathan David when he was in Belgium and then he went, Leo, is there someone? You know, I do think we probably have to take a chance on these guys that aren't ready to deliver right now and just give them scope to grow. Musk can grab 20 mil for Leno, surely, but, you know, we've got poor negotiating systems, so I don't really know, man. Yeah, he can ghost in some games, which is why the price tag might not be worth it. Controversial opinion. If we can get him for cheap, I'd take Werner. Outside of his low lights, he's a good player with his link-up play movement and speed. Maybe less pressure will help his finishing. Respectfully, there's definitely going to be more pressure. How can you know? You're at a Champions League winning club with, uh, you know, better players than us. There's pressure. You've got a £90 million man. There's no escaping that pressure. Werner's problem is confidence. And I think we've got too many of them arm around the shoulder, Dons. Um, he can play, you know, you'd be decent for the squad. But am I bringing you to play left wing? You can play there occasionally. Am I bringing you to play up front? I don't really believe in you. And for the wages and what Chelsea are going to ask, that's a myth, really and truly, you know. I disagree. And less pressure, dead, you know. <laughs> You've got to kind of be the finished article at this moment in time or, or get in there. Werner still looks like he don't believe in himself. So I think that one there's a myth. I'd rather someone with a similar skill set elsewhere. And I feel, considering your good opinions, that's a horrible shout, man. I'm not taking it for that anyway. Crazy. I'd rather pay the piece for Liao or something than, you know, if Liao kind of does the same things as Werner, I'd rather give them what they want for him than give Chelsea what they want. Honestly, though, which striker is going to bang 20-plus goals for us with this style of play? I hate our midfield and style of play. So mid and cringe with every cross. And this is why we need to bring in a centre mid. That's press resistant. Now, allow it on Martinez and Leal. We need Osman. That boy is levels. And we're, bro, Osman's great, man. He just can't stay on side. And the only reason I didn't mention him because I didn't see he play today, man. What about Shrik? I mean, he, he's an option. I don't really feel him still, man. I mean, we are going to have to overpay. In business, everybody knows we need a striker. We either go for one of these young ones where we don't really know their level. You might overpay for someone who's a household name. Whether they want to sign for us is another, is another thing. I don't know, man. And again, Latoro struggles with being, being playing with his back to go. You're right on that. Hey, Darwin Nunes, I'm kind of tired of speaking about but his finishing is not great. That's that's harsh. How can he? Oof, I think that's one of his major strong points. He he take it doesn't make sense, but for me, he takes his opportunities like a striker. Richarlison worth the risk for me. Him and Arteta would not get along. I don't know, man. You're still taking Isaac DG hasn't had a great season, yeah, because he does everything apart from school goals. And if he could get the confidence and whatnot, yeah, but another one that's a project player. Latest on Saliba, I don't know, man. You'd have to ask Saliba, but you know, the latest seems Arsenal are convinced that he has a future and will give him a new deal. But I guess until we see that, everything's 
up for debate and everything's in war up up in up in air really and in the water really if i'm honest So yeah, it is what it is. What it is. Apparently, Leona said Paqueta is up for sale, people. So if, if he really is up for sale, it's not what we need, you know. I, absolutely not. It would be typical Arsenal to buy that. I would, I would, I would take a chance on it. Brazil bias and etc. Included people. It's nice to see Smith Rowe is back in full training. And apparently, Borgia is for sale, people. Whether that's true, whether Chelsea means sell to us is another thing, really and truly. I don't know, people. You know, we're not well if we can negotiate Isaac for a lower price, why not? But you know, it's real social that keep referring us to his price tag. So you got two options. You start the groundwork from now and you start tapping him up and things. We saw him in London the other day, and you hope he puts pressure on Sociedad with it being the summer, they can get in a replacement. Or you you know, if they still drag their heels, they say no, but you hear the player's priority is Barcelona. He, he's happy. We want him to be first choice, he's happy to be considered a backup dancer to, to Haaland. Boy. Vlahovic showing exactly why Arteta wanted him, but I'm glad we missed out if rumours about his agent's behaviour is true. I, I don't agree. I don't give a fuck about his agent. His agent can have whatever PZ he wants as long as the man came. You know, I'm just, that's all dead, man, to me, really and truly. It's all absolute, absolute, absolutely dead. Um, oh, that's an accident. Put something on timeout. As reported by Liten Sport, Leon midfielder Lucas Paqueta is considering his future in January, despite a reported £40 million bid from Newcastle. It was obviously rejected. However, the departure of his compatriot Bruno Gamaris for Newcastle may have isolated him in the dressing room. So he's probably going to go, you know, PSG are an interested part. He's probably going to go um, Newcastle. He's not what we need. But that's someone I might take a chance on. I can't lie. Our uh, Chelsea duo Armando Borja and Azurin could be sold him to bankroll summer transfer fee. I don't know, but he's open to cashing in. I hear it. I mean, I think a lot of high. I, I listen. I like Borja. He's physical. Like, but I feel there's a lot of hype and a lot of conclusions, especially with him signing for Arsenal for someone that's been a professional footballer for, in the Premier League for six months. And again, another project player. And again, I, you know, for the, you know, they say he could fetch around 30 million. If you're going to spend that and have him in the squad, then I'm all for that, really and truly. But as the main don, I don't know. Um, the German has been told he'll be back this summer, but the club are likely to be reliant in part on sales in order for Tuchel to complete his business. Timo Adjarin's return from Moscow, a lot of potential, but it's just, I don't know why he haven't had an opportunity. So I don't, I don't know people, you know, really, you know, 30 million, you probably have to add another 10 because it's, you know, because it's Arsenal. Unlike us with Eddie and Ketia, bro, Borja signed a new contract last summer. So they're in a very strong negotiating position, really. And it seems his family are on anything, staying at Southampton, moving abroad, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it is what it is. Dead that, man. What's Pablo Marie said here? Sorry, Pablo Maria. We're here. So Arteta was a really, really good person. In the moment he said to me, anything you need, you deserve it. You are a professional footballer until the end and you deserve everything. I can help you. I'm going to do it. 
I have to say he's one of the best coaches in the world because when he does a game plan, I never see it like this. However, he finds solutions for us and makes it easier to play the game. I've never seen something like this. That means he's an amazing coach to give you the tools to play a game more easily. That's amazing because when you go to the pitch, you already have in your head the type of thing you have to do to play easy. I mean, you just can, you just like playing with your hair. I'll never, ever forgive you for, for, for Lukaku's goal. Never forgive you for that. He gave me the tool that if I could take three or four seconds before the ball arrives to me, I'm going to have this three or four seconds to think of the next action, which is true. For me, this was key because I have time now. He was the only coach to give me that tool and make football more easy. I mean, you was at City and you didn't understand manipulating space and buying yourself more time. Probably why it didn't work out. I play more easy and I can see another type of option that before I never saw because before I never had time with the ball. So now at the moment, I put in my head because of another level of Arteta. As we know, there's no obligation to sign Marie permanently with Udinese and he will return, basically, and he's contracted until 2024. He said, for me, of course, it's possible. I never closed that door. It continues to be a dream playing for a big club in the world and for Arsenal, of course. I played there for two years. I have two more years on my contract. Why on earth did we give him a four-year deal? Of course, it would be a dream, but in the end, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I cannot predict what is going to happen next year. He is there, of course. I'd like to be there, of course, but I mean, there's no way he should be involved at Arsenal Football Club next season. Like, you're just not good enough really and truly it's as simple as that really really and truly like it's i hear you sound like a good guy but i don't care if someone's a good or bad guy we need footballers first man mp second in that man anyways away from any of that smith row allegedly arsenal get smith emil smith row boost but Mikel arteta is still without key star smith rose recovered from illness which was allegedly covid um so he could be back for watford's game on well the game against watford on sunday um, pardon me, in relation to other people, as you, and I'm sure you've all seen the pictures, pardon me, at the Emirates with Smith Rowe. Apparently, Tommy Asu could not be seen in pictures released by the club, so it's a Cedric thing, really and truly. So, yeah, happy to see Smith Rowe back, but one comes out and next one goes in, man. And no one's ever, we're never all three together, are we? It's quite sad, but that's that, really. <laughs> Little little old butter in the bus, probably. These players gas up Arteta. That's Arteta's man. What are you saying? You lot were not fooling, getting fooled by that at all. I'll still take a punt on Anthony Martial. He's the only striker out with world-class level talent apart from Haaland. Do you rate Mitrovic in the championship? Yeah. And I wouldn't want to defend against him. Physical handful, but that's about it. Should try and sign Camavinga on loan next season. I hear it, but unless there's a buy clause, I'm not really for it, man. We're just going to be developing young players, other people's young players as well. That's, that's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. What's going on here? What room is this? I bet this is just clickbait. Hey, right, you see when I told you lot, remember when I told you lot about Torino, that, that fullback single? Who's terrible defensively, but very good flying forward. Arsenal have now been linked with him. Arsenal hatch plot to scrap out Tottenham's transfer plans with 15 million summer bid. Arsenal could go head to head with Tottenham to try and sign Torino fullback Wilfred Singo in the summer transfer market, according to reports. He's been turning in impressive performances for Torino this season. I mean, in three at the back foot, listen, the guy is very good going forward. Defensively, boy, you know, he's almost, he could be the yin to Tommy Asu's yang sort of thing. 
really. But then again, Tomiyasu can attack better than he can, way better than he can defend. He puts in a shift, but he's toilet. And he can play on the right-hand side. He's got three goals and four assists. Whenever I watch them, they're playing five at the back, innit? You know, he's doing his thing and he's a decent player. So I can't understand why there's links in that. Juventus and, and AC Milan have also been linked. He's contracted until 2023. They have, a, they have a, another option on him. There's an 18 million euro valuation. He's still very raw, but that's what you'd expect of someone in their early 20s. If you could work with him, he could be a really good fullback. But I'm telling you, he's toilet defensively. Very good going forward. Very much the modern day fullback going forward. You will do. You will eat. listen. People will pluck their pluck their eyes out and pull their defensively. If it's in a back four, he would have a lot. To, he'd have Arteta would have to really work with him, much like a lot of these young players. Personally. There will be a brazy one, man. I'm not with Dolly Watkins thing either, man. I would love to add on Conky to our attack. Trust. Emre tried. Emre with him, Fabinho, Partey, and there was definitely one more. Emre tried, man. Tommy ain't a natural right back, bro. How? Why is he not a natural right back? Because he's not flying forward like them Brazilian man. Don't is that Sky Cavall in disguise? You know, I mean, Tommy asked you how many. Let's see how statistically how many games have you played as a right back in your career? I hear what you're saying, but the statement is probably fundamentally wrong. Like, does transfer market let you see how much how many games he's actually played as a right back? That's for Arsenal. I feel you. He could make a decent centre-back for us, but how can we say a man is not a right-back? Like, you can't even see how much games he's played in one position. Jeremy Doku would be wavy. Still very raw, though. We also need a replacement for Xhaka for this new role he's playing. Uh, just a, you know, How about just a whole new person that can play in the pivot? For me, the, set, the market for a centre-mid is worse than the market for a striker. Between Isaac, David, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Watkins, Osamendi, Thomas, Martinez, I'm sure there's a couple of dons who could work for us. Yeah, but quality over quantity. Uh, the, the Thomas, Watkins, no. David, I'm taking you for the squad. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, probably excessive spending required. Yeah, man. Every time Tommy Yasu wins a header, I, I celebrate. He's just different to the current trend. Levels on Bellerin, amen. Hit the like button, as Shay said. Come on. I don't know why they're shutting him for. To stay up to date with DJ when he goes live, follow him on Twitter. Come on. Appreciate that, Nightbot. Look at you singing my praises. Big up to the Nightbot. DJ, I think Pepe should be starting over Saka next game. And if he doesn't, says a lot about Arteta and his PR. He's been spreading about Nico being different class since AFCON. Not really. Like, wanting to get three points. You know, if he feels Saka is the strongest option to get three points, as he probably is, nine times out of ten, in Arteta's mind, the back five, Xhaka and Saka, on the, along with Odegaard, why not? You know, I don't think it means, you know, obviously he's been gassing up Pepe. Pepe 
could get a look in for Saka for that anyways. But I don't think it means... I mean, I criticise because we've been doing this movie with Pepe and Arteta anyways, but I wouldn't say it necessarily means he's been gassing and spreading PR. And even if he is spreading PR, so what? Like, you know, when you come out and hear certain managers say some unbelievably stupid things about some of their players, sometimes it's strategic to get a reaction. Man might be gassing me in the public. Okay, I'm 30 now. The manager's looking in that. So it's brazy. Tommy Asu proved that Caval knows nothing about football, whoever his sources are. Fair enough. You lot were not. I'm still dying over certain comments around Pablo Marie. None of you were here for them comments at all. <laughs> That's what we always say. I don't tell you what to think, just who think. You know, this is why I love you lot, man, because you, you don't. Just accept things at face value. Should we see if there's any other news? Let's skip this to an hour. I mean, it's just a gondosy stuff, really and truly. Shout out to Balogun for absolutely ripping Romero. Apparently, Gondosi said, it's the best choice I've made in many years. He's confirmed his move, people, allegedly. Let me scroll the way down. It was a carefully considered choice. There was good, very good discussions with the president, with the coach and people in my family. We've really made the best decision altogether. For me, it's the best choice I've made in many years. And probably because you look happy. You know, Sao Pauli are the people who introduced me to the project and made me want to come. We talked about Marseille's project, what I could bring to the team, how I was going to grow. I found myself in this speech. I knew that when I came here, I was going to cross levels and continue to grow, whether it was humanly or footballing-wise. Fair enough, you have. And, you know, obviously he was reprimanded for acting up when we went to the UAE and it is what it is with, with Mr. Matteo, man. That's just the only thing that I can see. It's finna offload Pepe, probably. DG, what about the Jones brother in Middlesbrough? I mean, he did all right. And he's one of them. Middlesbrough always find these guys that have unusual roots into football. They might have been semi-pro. Jones done all right, man, as he did against United. Seems to pull up with cramp half the time, but yeah. Ain't he a wigger? He's done well. I'm sure he went on loan to Scotland somewhere. Now he's getting his opportunity at Middlesbrough to sign a new deal. Do you think Arsenal have an advantage in the transfer market against other top teams since we've cleared a lot of the deadwood already and reduced our wage bill? I don't know. You know, I'd say a big advantage would be Champions League football and knowing how much finances you have to work with. Obviously, Arsenal is a precarious decision, is a precarious club, and we've still not really got out of the waters. Yes, Abamian's gone, Kalajinac has gone. But we're still not out of the waters yet in that regard. I hope Bellerin fights his way back into right back. I've always liked him as an Arsenal player. I mean, I'd love Bellerin to return a completely different player and do all of that. But it's, he don't want to, man. All of, forget all of that. This fan base is funny. All of a sudden, Saka's tired and Pepe needs a rest. I don't understand the tired ones because we played last Thursday or whenever. We play on Sunday. I do think a lot of... There's times players need rest, but a lot of people just talk about rest for the sake of it, man. Mikel has really changed the mentality around the Emirates. We no longer roll over and die, which is true. I don't think we would have come back against Wolves if this was five years ago. We wouldn't. We probably wouldn't have, but that's what you're here to do, isn't it? You need to have fight if you want to be a top four team. So as much as I admire um, Arteta for doing that, as I said yesterday, on one hand, even me, because I keep finding myself singing, singing his praises, I can't, should I really praise a manager for doing the right things? Yes, on one hand, but on the other hand, you're doing what you need to do, really. It's like praising the teacher for properly being able to communicate to their students and whatnot. Like, you should be able to do that. It's like when you lot praise me for consistency, as I said yesterday. 
you know, I, I appreciate it, but it's the minimum, really. Would you consider doing FIFA career mode contents? Why not? Big up yourself, see. If players want to go, let them. Players like Chambers just hanging around. If Arteta doesn't like them, at least they're leaving. So far, his signings are coming good, which is true. Don't think anyone can disagree with that. Chambers one did take me by surprise, though. Just because, you know, I mean, it was a bit like Danny Ings, really. Ironically, joining the same team when it, when it seemed like us normal fans didn't have a Scooby-Doo what was going on. And then he just suddenly kept it moving. Fair play. We are, we are you know, we, we just... I just hope we don't add to it, in it, because every time it feels like we're clearing ranks and we're getting in a good situation, we do dumb things. You know, it doesn't matter that you've cleared however much Kalajanach and Abamians on if you and William now, if you go and do that to someone else or the same thing. The key thing is learning from mistakes, man. You know, when you do things that are stupid, you deserve your critics. You know, when you do things that are good, you move on. Apparently, Roman Abramovich has put Chelsea up for sale. He wants around four billion quid. Hey right, man, I hope they get a shit on man. They need this. I believe we need to sign four and five, four to five players to be competitive next year. All in all, in competitions, assuming we finish the finish in a Champions League or Europa League spot, we won't be competitive if we just sign a centre mid and striker. It's about the team and winning, not individual players. Pepe's doing well and hope it continues when he gets his minutes in the end of the game. Bro, just take your chances, you know, whether you're getting 5, 10 or start. Well, Lacazette had to be very patient. Do you not remember building up to the to the Palace game at home? Lacazette couldn't buy a game. Lacazette came off it and that game there, he said, you know what, I need to play. And Pepe has forced his way into the lineup before. Half the time, the last two years, the second half of the season, Pepe's been probably our better player and saved Arteta's bacon. Maybe that's why Pepe is getting gassed up by Arteta, you know. Maybe that's another example of elite man management from the guy. I don't know, but it's a squad game, you know. You just got to take your chances, really. I want competition for Saka. I feel it's too easy for him there. As much as I love him, you know, even when he's been a 5 and 4 out of 10, there's no pressure there. Bit harsh. I just need them to Chelsea to be bought by someone who doesn't give a shit about football. One second, people. My ring alarm bell is ringing. I'll be right back in a second. As I'm coming back, where my delivery man is there, let me treat you lot to. You know, we should be looking at. I hear we need a right back. Not Amazon this time, actually a package for my neighbours. I'm a good neighbour, so I'm going to keep it for you guys. Doesn't look like it's anything valuable anyways. This video lives forever. I love that. Forever, bro. Never, ever stopping, bro. Come on, one go wondering that. That's my thing. You know. Well, I joined late and still slapped the like. Over 200 in here. Do the right thing and hit the like button. No way that's DG pinging it top bins. I don't know, man. I don't... It's... Yeah, I just, I just, you know me, I just have little kickabouts and score little tappings, man. <laughs> I'm a hold up, please. Not on Lacazette's level, man. 
and I'm not really under pressing aimlessly like Lacazette, man. I'm on this Ozil Martial walking around the pitch, man. I really feel that Arsenal need... I really feel sorry that Arsenal need to go all out and bring in someone to handle our commercial business. There's no reason a club this side should be that far behind City, United and Liverpool. True. That goalkeeper's never going to live it down. now because he's a good sport, man. He's a good sport. Arsenal fan as well. I only know this because he was wearing... We played that team before. He was wearing the Arsenal thing. Good sport, man. Takes a lot of abuse on the sidelines when I was serving my band. Takes a lot of abuse. Took it in his stride, man. Shout out him. Let man score as well. I thought it was Arteta come, coming to convince you to join Arsenal. Listen, it's, I need to join the right club, the right project. You get it? Like, I don't mind. I feel like I tie in with what's going on. Maitland now, I won't act like Maitland now. I'll be happy to sit on that bench. It is what it is, man. Just joined your show. Work has been peaked this morning. Jason, no worries, man. Don't let them get you down, man. 127 likes. If you've hit the like button, God bless you. If you haven't, unexpected high bills. And I wish the lid wasn't on there. What else have we got? Four billion. I don't think he'll get that much, especially if the government sanction him. He'll be desperate to sell before then. Boy, I don't know, man. You know, hopefully Chelsea can go back to, the, to what they were, really. I know there's going to be some madman that buys it and things are just going to continue. Yarmolenko has called out Russian players for their silence during the war. He has said, I know you like to show your balls on camera, now show them in real life. Oh, he's getting at, the, he's getting at that Duyuba's sex tape thing. I mean, I would expect people to speak, but I mean, you can't, you can't force people to speak. Crazy man. Crazy. Crazy stuff, man. But yeah, it don't seem like there's anything else there, really. That right back, that Ajax right back, Missouri is leaving the summer cheeky bid for DG in the summer. Hey, why not? Hey, I'll take Ajax. Definitely, man. The rupee lost its value. Roman going to sell at a beat down price. Would you play for the scums if you could? Yeah, the fuck? Being a professional footballer. What? Listen, fuck Tottenham, but of course. But if Tottenham said, come be a scout, come do a con be a content creator, I'm going, bro. That the game's the game, bro. Man's an Arsenal fan. Would love for them to come calling. But if they don't come calling, what do you expect man to do? Bro, bro, Spurs, as much as it kills me to say it's Spurs, if you need a right back, but Emerson Royal, jump me on that fitness. Give me them potions you give Emerson Royal. Give me a week. Give me some of them elite physios and chefs. My thing will be patterned, really and truly. I live local as well. I could go do that for Spurs. If you need a backup right back, left back, content creator, scout, coach, presenter, youth interviewer done. Any of them things shout me, it don't matter. Bro, Chelsea as well, Palace, anyone. What the fuck? My loyalty only goes so far. Like my loyalty wouldn't mean advance, not advancing my life. You know, Arsenal. I support Arsenal. Arsenal don't support me in any way, shape, or form. If you niche deep, are you mad? Like I'm not gonna cap and sit here and say no. I would never. You know, I can't even whisper the word. Allow it, bro. Allow it, man. I used to work for Spurs. Like. 
And that's how I know if you pay season ticket at Spurs, you're getting shagged. Well, I don't even want to talk about the fuck. We used to shaggy you lot so much. <laughs> but it's right 2.0. Hey, make your dad do it first. He calmed that down. Come on, City and Liverpool. We can be fourth Monday morning with three games in hand. We need to beat Watford ourselves first. Big up from Ireland. Shout to the Irish locked in, man. I appreciate that. DG is your clothing line out for the public. Nightbot, take it away. Of course, you can go and cop this. You might not look as sexy as this. Looks sold separately, but you can pattern your thing. Nightbot, you're always telling people where the thing is for no reason. Big man. Where's that night? But hey, there you are. To get all your DG merch, go to that following link. Mugs, T-shirts, hoodies, the rest of it. Love to everyone locked in, man. I ain't plugging Spurs for shit. I'm plugging myself. You're going mad. <laughs> and to be fair, I've been to Spurs' training ground numerous times. It's quite a nice establishment and stuff like that. Would you take Cody Gapro from PSV at Arsenal? Yeah. He's more, yeah, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. Looks more like a winger for me, but I'm not watching him week in, week out. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, to be brutally honest with you. Without a, without a shadow of a doubt, man. Immediately. Sorry, people. I just know Youth League is on. I don't want to see any. I want to see this. All right, Liverpool versus Cenk is being recorded. That's what I'm talking about. You know the team. What's the link? It's there, man. It's there, it's there, it's there. All right, back to work. Big up the show, Reese. Appreciate you. You know, make sure you don't get in any trouble. Appreciate that, Izzy, as well, man. One love for that one, dear. First COVID, then the war. Hopefully nothing after this and that it stops now. World going crazy. I mean, the world's been crazy, bro. There's been hella diseases ravaging this world. And respectfully, Harvey, you know, it, I know you're not being ignorant, but I do think that's a first world display of ignorance because war's been going on. You go look at Palestine. You go look in several countries in the Middle East, in Africa, in other regions of this world. War's been there. These things are happening. Like, this, isn't been, this hasn't gone away. It's just this is at a lot of people's doorstep, maybe because we're a European state. Well, Brexit and that, but we're in Europe and this is more closer to home. I definitely don't like the language, not you, but the language kind of being used in, in, in the media in that, you know, I mean, for some migrants, they get humanized. To other people, they behave like they're cockroaches. So, yeah, man, I would say it's never gone away, bro. Ski, like, it's, it's always been there, really. It's just maybe we've had a bit of a privilege as a, living in the Americas and England and all of these things and got away with it. Um, apparently, Everton have severed all ties with Russian companies immediately as the attack on the rich Russians continues, people. Brazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Usmanov has hit back, boy. Man saying false and and boy, I'm not even gonna read all that. He just gave him mad, didn't he? I'm seeing it on Sky Sports. He just had enough, really. Can you blame him? Boy, Pete, appreciate the life. The life that what are these things called again? I had one of these in such a long time. I don't even know it's called super chat. That's it. Facts. Middle East has seen what Ukraine has daily. Appreciative to that. And again. It's all about the way the language, the, the stories are being told. Brazy ones, man. Brazy ones, brazy ones, brazy ones. Again, it feels like we're waiting a, cent a century for Arsenal to play. I'll be real with you lot, man. 
T, shout out to you, man. Without you lot, it's dead, really. Don't seem like there's anything else Arsenal related. I might do a watch along for our 23s, you know, on Friday. I was considering it. There's nothing else. On Arsenal.com, El Nene is giving an interview. I mean, I'm not interested. Shout out El Nene, but it's... all I care about is top four consistencies and doing our thing, really and truly. Don't forget yesterday, financial reports were released, etc., etc. Just joined the chat. Don't know if you mentioned it, but three footballers killed in the war. Sad man. Wars everywhere. It's unfortunate. It's upsetting, man. And again, anyone that's lost their life, the saddest thing, obviously, anyone that loses their life of it, all ages is fucked. But the majority of people that are going to be inconvenienced and fighting, and even if you're lucky to survive this war, that are going to be fucked mentally, it's going to be young lads. Like, what is what man? I seen guys looking like 18 years of age, for 18 to 30 max. Like, well, you're fighting this war over 70 year olds and stuff that. Even if you, whatever side win, you're going to get shagged. Like, you're, they're going to shag you, really and truly. You know, and as, and the promises of wars have been happening. You look you, all the way through time, you go back to, what's the thing with America? The war for independence. They used to gas, they they, they gassed the slaves and said, you, you look, win your independence and things like that. How much people have you seen return from war depressed and that? You know, how much times have you seen soldiers resort into crime or mental health? Oh, these lot are just puppets, man. And the thing is, they only realise when they're too late that they're being twanged. The world's fucked, man. The world's fucked. Pardon my French, but I don't think it should be pardoned. Bro, did you see certain media outlets saying this war is different? Exactly, because they look at Africa and the Middle East as savages, as cockroaches. There's no human element behind them. But when you see the Zuma cat thing, there's a human... The cat was humanised, you know? you The Ukrainians are humans. Bayern Munich are interested in Spence, by the way. The Middlesbrough done. Um... You know, Ukrainians are human, but they're humanized. You know, you hear certain languages. The one that was chilling for me is, oh, the Ukrainians aren't like other migrants. You know, there's they're smart. They got IT dons and all of that. I I, can't, I wish I could find this thing. It's like, right, okay, you're right. You fair enough, but wow, all right. You know, it's crazy, man. But when we start getting into this territory, it's time to end the stream, man. It's been a fantastic live stream, people. Not the most views and whatnot, but 142 likes. I'm very appreciative of that. As I said, people, we're going straight in. Well, I'm lying about straight into it. But at 4.30, I'm going to be on Twitch. I'm going to play Football Manager for an hour or so. And then, obviously, at 7 p.m., it's Southampton versus West Ham. I'm going to be doing a watch-along for that. So, yeah, join me. It's been fantastic to speak about Matteo Guendouzi with you guys. You know, we've spoken about Guendouzi. We just started talking politically. We've spoken generally about Arteta. We've done the scouting reporting with the strikers. Day in, day out, it's been a good one. Obviously, as we start to move towards the weekend, of course, you know, there's going to be a watch-along on Sunday for Arsenal, Watford, etc., etc. So make sure you're clued up on that. Again, whatever's left of you lot's mornings, afternoons, evenings or nights, I'm going to wish you lot the best and, you know, continue my day. I hope everybody has a progressive first things first. Having a progressive week has a progressive finish to the week and moves that much closer to any goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations you guys are seeking. And obviously you can't do any of that without health. So I hope you and your loved ones have continued or better health. But for now, link up again soon. Like.